Money FM 89.3, best of drive time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. It is drive time. Elliot Dank and Timothy Go and Chua Tian with you. It's now time for In the Spotlight. And today we're talking about Asia's live entertainment industry, live events industry as well. Yes, it has been plagued by a growing problem of ticket scalping. Yeah. Well, you know, this problem has a detrimental impact, of course, for everyone, consumers, businesses, even the live entertainment industry as a whole. Interesting, because it's not isolated to Asia alone. We've got data from the 2023 Bat Bot report revealing that 83.4% of all traffic to entertainment websites globally for the year 2022 came from... Automation. Not well, surprise. Good and bad, I suppose, yeah. Yeah. Well, the worrying part of this, Elliot, is that nearly one-third of all the automation that hits entertainment sites is classified as advanced bad bots. This is some kind of a highly sophisticated bot that utilizes the latest techniques to evade detection. Mm. So, I mean, what kind of a bad long-term effect is this going to be? Can it be gotten under control? Should it be gotten under control? What, do you have to put a law or something? We'll, we'll try and find out more right now. Uh, George Lee, Senior Vice President, Asia-Pacific and Japan for Imperva is on the line. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's interesting how scalping has been around for a long time, I guess, as long as there's somebody willing to pay yeah. for it. Uh, there will be somebody who's willing to buy it and resell it at a higher price. Yeah, I mean, and you put it, you know, so eloquently, as as long as there's a demand, right? George, what do you see it as? That's right. I mean, essentially, you know, demand is one of the drivers. But um, look, look at pandemic, for example, right? Scalping went from live entertainment into, you know, face masks, sanitizers, Stuff like that, right? And and even Nike sneakers, like there's a bunch of things that people can scout for. Mm-hmm. So not just live entertainment. So this this problem will be around for a long time time. As long as there goods in demand, they will be open. Okay, uh, paying in particular focus <laughs> to tickets, concert tickets, for example, George. Uh, what would the impact be for businesses? Because if you're a concert promoter or you're a ticket reseller, as long as you sell your tickets, that's all that matters to you, right? Of course, that that's good. You know sell all the tickets, but in the longer run, right, there's brand reputation, mm. there's customer loyalty, there's a negative perception on, oh, wow, you know, I, I'll never be able to get the ticket, just let's all forget it, right, not even try. So there will be a longer-term repercussion from my perspective. Okay, George, I, I just want to talk about in particular, I mean, the, the fact that Tim brought up this whole uh, tickets, right? I mean, the Taylor Swift one is a, an example, <laughs> VIP package, original price 1.2K, carousel selling $2,000, does this damage a brand's reputation? Because at the end of the day, it's a customer demand. If I'm willing to pay, how does this damage a brand? Um, yeah, I guess, you know, if the concert uh, promoters are not doing anything about it, at some point people were like, oh yeah, you know, $2,000, is it really worth the $2,000? Why is, why is that guy paying like $1,200 or $1,200 and I'm paying $2,000? We feel that, you know, it will have a long-term impact to the brand, right? So, like all things, most uh, most brands were were not like it to have you know the resellers or, or those guys, the scalpers making a higher margin than the original concept providers or the artists themselves. 
But when you think about it this way, George, when you when you buy tickets for airlines or something like that, it's yeah. the same, almost <laughs> the same thing, right? If you buy it from a, <laughs> a third-party reseller, they could be selling it for slightly more. So is there any other way that we can discourage? I guess the, the people we need to discourage are the ones who are buying from scalpers. That's, that's, that's correct. That's correct. So there, there is a couple of ways. Obviously, you know, with our balance report, we, we kind of see that there's so much bot traffic and the bot traffic will not go down anytime, right? And then the, the question is then how do we deter that, right? How do we deter the scalpers from doing it? That, you know, is basically scalpers, is uh, some kind of software or we call it bots, you know, it's kind of automated bots. You think about it in today's um, internet traffic, you know, most of us are faced with every day, whether you know it or not. For example, you go to a bank website, the first person you interact with or not first person, mm-hmm. the first thing you interact with is a board, mm-hmm. right? It will be a board that is, they will ask you, you know, what do you want to know? Let me give yeah. you more information. Those are good boards. Yeah. And then obviously there, there are bad boards that essentially, you know, crowd all these new releases, whether it's the Live entertainment is a concert tickets is a new product launches. They will yeah. be monitoring those sites, creating a bunch of accounts. You know, using techniques like you know, um, rotating IP addresses or avoid detection, okay. and then use some kind of automated checkout <laughs> so they can get the ticket advance and then try to resell it at a bigger profit margin. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, that kind of brings me to final question, George. Uh, I mean, we talked about what potentially can be put in place, and I know you guys have a lot of experience there, but. <laughs> If I'm like a just a regular person right now listening to this conversation, I want to buy tickets to the next big event. What advice would you give to me? You know, knowing that I'm going to enter this crazy world <laughs> of ticket sales. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there was a few things. Obviously, you know, speak with the legitimate sources, with the main providers of of those tickets. Um, buying from a secondary source, you know, a lot of times and we see in some of the news, right, they can end up buying, you know, fake or invalid tickets. That's one of the things. So anybody have to kind of understand that, right? Anything that's unverified, you know, resale with the um, scams that's going on right now, I, I think everybody will have to be careful around it. And then obviously, lastly, there's, there's always a saying, right? Uh, if it's too good to be true, and usually it's not true, right? If there is a ticket that's going out there for, a price that is, oh, it's so good, you know, it's so so highly sought after, but I'm only going to get it only like 5% above the price and et cetera. And typically that's kind of not true. So those are some of the things that um, I guess as consumers, we can kind of all watch out for. Yeah, that happens to be Tim Goh's uh, motto. Too good to be true. Probably is <laughs> yes, not. Yes, it's not. <laughs> We've been speaking with George Lee, Senior Vice President, Asia Pacific and Japan for Imperva. George, appreciate your time. Take care and have a great week ahead. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.